Welcome back to the Broncos Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Amir, with my coach, Jordan, and a very special guest today. We have the one and only, the host of the Let's Talk Broncos Podcast, writer for MileHighSports.com. He's been covering the Denver Broncos since March of 2021, and he's one of the best at doing it. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only, Joey Richards. What's going on, man? Great to have you on the show. How are you doing, man? No, I'm doing good. I Like I was saying before the show, I'm a fan. I listen to you guys, so I appreciate you guys having me on for sure. I'm excited to talk about the draft. This is like the best yeah, time of year for exactly. football. It really is. I, I was that dude growing up playing Madden where I'm simming the whole season. Like where I'm not, We're not even playing <laughs> the games. I, I, we're getting straight to the draft, trying to do all that offseason stuff. So we're finally here. It's going to be fun. Yes, sir. And it's awesome to have you on the show. And, you know, you said you're a fan. I'm a fan of your work as well. Um, I was looking at some of your uh, your pieces are, uh, from Miley Sports, uh, your articles. And, man, you're a really damn good writer. I have to say, like, um, I have to say, you know, I look at a lot of people's work and I do have to say you you are you have really, really good work. And uh, just wanted to say that here on the show. Um, but, yeah, um, good to hear uh, everybody's doing uh, well today. So I'm going to go ahead and just, you know, talk about the NFL draft. Like you mentioned, obviously, that's something that you kind of specialize in, essentially. Um, Let's go ahead and start off. Uh, what are some of the positions uh, in this uh, draft class that you're kind of hoping that the Broncos take in that, that third round? Obviously, the first two picks in the draft are with 67 to 68. Um, while a trade down is expected, who are some, what are some positions? We'll just start there um, and prospects at each of those positions that you feel will be like kind of the best available at those picks. And you kind of hoping, assuming how, you know, kind of how the boards will fall in your mind. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping like the positions of need that I feel the Broncos need to fill the like is most important, I guess, would be interior defensive linemen when we're looking at that. Right. Draymond left. That is Zach Allen. He's that's cool. You know, you got your starting five there, but it's a position where you want to rotate people. You have a rotation. You want more than just that first group. And those guys are going to play when you're looking at the Broncos roster. You got super young dudes behind <laughs> the, the starting guys right now, like Matt Henningsen. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. got Wasarike. Like these yeah. are fifth, six round dudes. Like we we need more there. So like if a Keanu Benton was there, that would be fantastic, right? Someone like that would be awesome. Um, I also look at cornerback. Cornerback's a position where yeah, forget about it. But Ronald Darby, when he was on the field, damn good football player. He was really nah, really good, good. really good, yeah. underrated, yeah. yeah. Super underrated. Like when he's out there and he was playing, people forget about those first three, four games before he got hurt this year. Sertan and Darby looked like one of the best duos in the league. Um, So you have Mathis. Mathis is great. But what's behind that? Uh, I was listening to Daniel Jeremiah say it. Every team in the league, you go, oh, every team, they're going to say they need the two things, right tackle and cornerback depth. The Rockets (laughs) are always in that same position. So keep loading up at corner. Okay. Yeah. Um. You know, going, you know, this draft has been, it's kind of weird. You know, the Broncos don't have a first or a second round pick. And I just think me personally, I think the biggest need is obviously edge. Um, yeah. You know, what are some guys that, you know, you've been looking at for the Broncos to take, you know, with those third round picks, you know, the kind of edge rushers. Yeah. I, when I look at the Broncos edge group, I see a lot of pass rush specialist guys, right. They're kind of smaller. Like I'm talking about yeah. Nick, you know, Baron Browning, Randy Gregory yeah. kind of goes outside that, but is, can you rely on him for health at this point? Is the question we yeah. all have to ask. So I, I want looking at the bigger edge guys. Truthfully, I think they need someone that can play on that first down, set an edge, stop the run. So Zach Harrison from Ohio state, all the length in the world with the arms and he's going to, pile drive you back into the quarterback he has that 
ability or the potential to be an every down edge. That's yeah. kind of my biggest question with Nick Benito right now. So okay. I don't know, get those two complementary skill sets. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy because Zach Harrison, I thought, you know, going into the draft, he was going to be at least a day two pick. But now everybody's mocking him for like the third and fourth rounds. He, he's going to yeah. be the steal of those rounds for sure. If he goes like fourth round, he's going to be a steal. I, I so. totally agree, man. And it's yeah. uh, I, I feel like we're kind of, I don't know, like there is a role for those pass rush specialists. If you can get to the quarterback, you're going to get paid. Like it, it's you would rather prioritize just pass rushers and then but somebody that can set an edge. But um, there's still a role for Zach Harrison and he could develop into that pass rusher as well. Just be an all around player. Okay. Yeah, I just took him in uh, my mock for predominantly orange in like the fourth. And that definitely, I'm not super high on Zach Harrison like some people, but if he's there in the fourth, you got to take him. I mean, you have to. Um, yeah, so uh, moving forward, uh, you kind of, you know, uh, expressed and discussed you kind of positions of need for the Broncos that you feel like they should take the, there in the early rounds. Now, who are your guys in that draft? Who are just your guys that you feel like you've got the early, um, you know, kind of dibs on them in a, in a, in a sense? Uh, everybody kind of always has their favorite prospects in draft. Who are yeah. your guys in the draft, whether it's the late rounds or early round, early rounds? Man, I was watching Tennessee film this year. You were watching Tennessee through the year. You're kind of sitting there thinking, I don't know if they're for real. Let's wait until they run into somebody, you know. Mm -hmm. um, before Hooker got hurt, though, now you're sitting there watching the film after. Man, they had a good football team. And there were two guys on that football team that I love. Frankie and I, who I do a draft show with, um, Yeah, he, we were all aboard that Darnell Wright train from playing right tackle for them hmm. for a while now way a long time ago and so he's definitely one of my guys um and then cedric tillman i am stupid high on cedric tillman compared to <laughs> like like I, I i don't know maybe i'm wrong maybe it's gonna come and blow up in my face yeah. but i don't see why he can't be a first round wide receiver i don't know why he can't live up to it the knock he keeps getting is about the speed and everything like that right but yeah, every yeah. time i put the tape on He's running by people. There's more to it than just beef. He's good at stacking defensive backs and beating people down the field. He is a true vertical threat as long as well as being a guy that, you know, is going to body you. He's going to go up, catch a football. Arena. It's a skill set. All the receivers are short in this draft. Cedric Tillman's yeah. a good guy. So I, I like him as well. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. So I have Cedric Tillman going second round, but I want to know what's your uh, pro comp for him? Pro comp for Cedric Tillman. All right, let, let, let me think about this real quick. I would have like, ooh, it's kind of tough. I always like these type of receivers, the tall guys that can kind of win straight, though. Like, yeah, the the hardest skill set to evaluate for me at wide receiver are the big guys that can't really move. It's like, all right, so you can't really separate. Is this going to work in the league? I don't know. Cedric Tillman, ooh, I can't think of one off the top of my head. You want to know mine? One. What was that? My, I said mine's for, for Cedric Tillman. I gave him Des Bryant. Des Bryant. Okay. Yeah. I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. I don't yeah, I gave mind him Des Bryant. Yeah, yeah, because Des yeah, because Des Des is one of those guys too that kind of came into the league and they were talking about he wasn't really that fast and it really didn't, it really didn't matter. No. He was just elite at, and he was just elite in like every single category. So I think hey. Cedric Tillman could be like Des Bryant. That's hey. my comp for him. You're drafting Dez in the second. That's a, that's a whole lot. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cedric Tillman's built different. Just the way yeah. he makes strides down the field is yeah. pretty remarkable. I was going to say, you know, I think one of the needs for Broncos, for the Broncos, is definitely the center position. I know Sean Payton saying that they, they really like Lloyd Cushenberry, but I think, you know, I think all Broncos fans can agree that we need to upgrade. What is, you know, 
your in your opinion, your favorite center in the draft? And like, do you think it's gonna be a good one there for the Broncos at 67, 68? So all right, so this is an interesting question because I was just about to say I think Sean Payton was lying, bro. I that's yeah, not true. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nah. definitely not true. Like whatever he Cat. was talking about was not it. Um, I think that he just said that pretty much because he was like there's a better chance that there's a center that we don't like or that we don't think can start right away when we're picking in that third round. So, yeah, let's, you know, push – give the Lloyd Cushenberry some props real quick because he's probably going to be our center next year. Mm-hmm. I like, though, Joe Tippman. He's really good. I don't Dude, know He's about, so good. He's, he's so, so good. good. I, I just – I can't imagine him being anywhere there <laughs> with the Broncos. Yeah. He's like, he's like the best of those centers like available yeah. there in like the third round range, which is a good spot to pick for centers. It is. It's a really good spot to pick for centers. Usually I just I'm looking at these other dudes and I'm like, okay, so what are you really going to do for us right now? I'm still going to probably <laughs> put Lloyd Cushenberry over you. And then now we just have two bad centers this year. Like I, I'm good on that. So yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to, I, I don't know, maybe the Broncos can move up for one. Um, but at the end of the day, they're probably just going to have to play Lloyd Cushenberry this year, unfortunately. Yeah, that's what I was figuring. I, I think I like I tried to mock a center there, but by the time the Broncos got there, I was like, it's not, it's nobody really here left. I'm yeah. like, because it, it, too many teams need interior linemen. So. Oh, it's a huge need for everybody. Who doesn't yeah. need a lineman? We've been saying it forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure. A really popular thing right now in mock drafts for Broncos country is people waiting to later rounds, like ish, for uh, Ricky Stromberg out of Arkansas, who I really, really, really like. I um, like Stromberg. But I think he'll go. I'll, I think he'll go higher though. Everybody's kind of mocking him in that like round five range, but it just seems like I can't really find too many, you know, discrepancies in his his game. Personally, maybe that's just me, but no, it happens yeah. every single year, man. Like. We're all sitting here doing the mock drafts. This guy's always around in the fifth, and then everyone's going to prepare to be shocked when they <laughs> get drafted in the third. Like, damn, I really liked him. Everyone else did too. <laughs> it's like it, it, it's it's like the Patriots with Cole Strange. Sean McVay was like, I thought the, I thought he was going to be available in the third round. Bill Belichick took him in the first. Like what? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's go ahead and talk about uh, George Payton and Sean Payton's press conference uh, a few days ago. Um, Obviously, lots of the questions, I'm going to be straight up honest on this podcast, they were just really, 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 really bad. Um, I, From the first, like, 20, 30 minutes, I was getting nothing from the the press conference at all. felt like a waste of time. Could have been doing something else by morning, but... um, what what all from like the back half of the press conference were you able to gather from that? Uh, what kind of takeaways did you get both between you and uh, Jordan? Um, what were you guys able to gather from that? From that, I know he talked a little about Javante and Jerry Judy. Yeah, I, I like you said. I mean, this is lying season right now. It they're is. Yeah, it is. lie. Like you cannot believe anything they're saying up there. Nothing, pretty much. I guess the most interesting thing that was said in there wasn't even really about the draft to me. It was about the Broncos um, in the fifth year option with Jerry Judy and how he kind of, you know, he dodged that question a little bit. They're like, what's the plan there? And he'll st- he'll be here was the answer. <laughs> it's like, all right, so you didn't answer anything. All right, cool. Why would you just go around that? If it were me, it doesn't even make sense. I'm picking up Jerry Judy's fifth year option. He's the best wide receiver on the team, in my opinion. Um, and, why you're you're in a position where the Broncos receivers, yes, the, you have no one really super elite right now, but that's when you add to the group. That's not when you start trading pieces away, um, getting rid of people or 
letting people walk when you have them on rookie contracts. None of that makes sense. So I thought that was kind of interesting how he avoided that. Yeah. yeah, for me, I think the the same thing for me was same thing you said, Amir. Just kind of like boring. It was a little bit boring. The questions weren't good. Like you could tell Sean Payton was getting a little agitated and things like that. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, like like Joey said, it's, it's live season. They're gonna lie. I mean, you never know. I mean, I I would love for Jerry Judy to stay, and I think he will stay. But of course, he's gonna say, yeah, we love Jerry Judy, and we of course we want him here. But if draft day comes around and the team says, man, we will give you a first round pick for Jerry Judy. Pretty sure the Broncos are going to make that deal. So I just think, you know, it's line season right now, I think. But it was good. I'll just say my takeaways is we just got to wait and see for draft day. You got to wait and see because, I mean, anything can happen. I think I, I think the Broncos, the more and more it's going on, I think it's looking like we might try to trade up. I think somebody – I've been saying this for, you know, a while now. I think a player's getting dealt. Somebody's getting dealt. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Corland Sutton, one of our debt pieces, I think somebody will be dealt on draft night. I'll be kind of surprised if it isn't. I mean, at this point, but I don't know, man. I, I just – I mean, you see the history. Sean Payton loves to trade up. And yeah. I think if you trade a guy like Corlin Sun, yeah, it'll be sad. But I think Sean Payton knows he can kind of replace him really quick. I mean, the Broncos are working out wide receivers. And not just mid-round wide receivers. They're working early twos, like late Rasheed first-round Rice. projector. Wide. Yeah, Rasheed Rice. Like, they're, they're working out some weapons. So, we'll have to wait and see. But if I had to put money on it, I would say the guy to be traded is probably going to be Corlin Sutton. Yeah, I mean, and let's be honest, like they, they've uh, for all the talk that you know, he's a core player and all that, that the Broncos <laughs> left throwing on people that get traded later. Um, I, I just it's it's they've literally done everything to show that they've tried the deal. Cortland yeah. Sutton at this point, mm-hmm. they went out there. Adam Thielen was a guy the Broncos tried to sign. Right. Adam Lazard. Um, Alan Lazard and the Alan Lazard was a big contract, right? It wasn't yeah. a small yeah. little contract. It was, Hey, you're going to come in and be a player on this team. Um, and then they're working out wide receivers, the Ravens thing where Cortland said could have been traded to the Ravens and they ended up just signing Odell instead. What makes us believe that he's not available to be dealt? Like, I, I just can't wrap my head around why. I had a piece. Some people believe that right now. Yeah, I mean, like, I remember when they came out and, and they said, you know, Sean Payton was like, nah, man, we love those guys. Look up, those guys are here to stay. I'm like, well, of course he's going to say that. I mean, he's not yeah. going to sit here and say that, yeah, well, we're everything is open. Sean Payton's not going to do that. So, I mean, unless, unless a team over, you know, prices for Judy, like, you know, meets the asking price, which I think is at this point a first, isn't it? Or is it a first or a second? I believe it's a first. Yeah, so if it's a – I mean, it's like you said, man, it's line season. Yeah. But I do. Uh, I was really shocked to hear about the Ravens, though. I knew we were shopping them, but I didn't know it got that close to where we were actually getting ready to send them off yeah, to Baltimore. So, yeah, yeah. Literally, Benjamin Albright, forty-three minutes ago, said the Broncos were working on a deal with the Ravens for Sutton before they signed OBJ. Obviously, that report came out from the Athletic, but the way Albright words this, he really made it seem like he, the Broncos were super engaged and like willing to make this deal happen, which I thought is super, super interesting. Cause you know, obviously like you guys mentioned, it's lying season. They're going to say that, you know, this is our core player. We like these guys they are going to stay here. Um, we're not trading those two young players the way that they worded it to the press, but um, this is super interesting. They seem really, really engaged and willing to move Sutton, which by the way, me and Jordan, we've been saying this since before that like Bro. even hacking got fired. Like yeah, like long that he would be traded. Yeah, it's it. It's just it. It sucks. I mean, but but I will say this: I want to know what Baltimore was willing to give us. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I want to know if it was that first round pick. I I really want to know what they were the deal. I don't think was. it was a first. I, I think hope. it was a second. 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, either one I'd have been happy with, but I, I I really wanted to see what we could get back from. But but I think as the draft goes around, I wouldn't be surprised if a team like New England, because New England have been looking for a wide receiver. They're greedy too, but I don't know. I don't really know if a team would at this point. I mean, I also think Baltimore would trade for him. I mean, I think Baltimore, you, you they need more weapons. Everybody's acting like they got Odell and they're just they're fine with the weapons they have. Like they still need more receivers. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's still a need for them. Like, like, like I don't think you signing one guy is like, okay, we're good. We don't need to worry about receiver anymore. No. He's coming off a torn ACL. I think Bateman's coming off an injury. So I'm like. I actually wouldn't be surprised if they did trade uh, for Corlin Sutton. But a team that Amir did point out in his article was the Lions. And the yeah. timing was kind of perfect because it I think it was kind of perfect because I texted Amir. I was like, really? You think the Lions had the Lions are straight on receiver? And I forgot that that morning, Jamo. Literally, as that suspended. article gets released. Yes. Quintez Cephas gets cut. And I'm like, oh, they need a receiver now. Like, Marv- I mean, you got Marvin Jones and Amon Rob, but now you need another receiver for, for half of the season. So. It's gonna be interesting to see. And the thing about the Lions have a ton of picks too. I was when I was mocking them, I was like, the Lions have a lot of picks, surprisingly. So yeah, so we'll see. This is a perfect segue into what I want to ask Joey. What what do you think? I don't know if you saw uh that trade proposal that I, you know I had uh with the Lions. Um, what do you think about any kind of trade up scenarios in this sense? I picked Josh Downs, the five nine, hundred and seventy-one pound receiver out of North Carolina. Uh what what do you think about that? I I, I got a lot of backlash on uh, Instagram for that. Um people were like, This this trade is this trade sucks. Why would you do this? Makes no sense. Um me personally, the way the way I think about it is you're getting a very young receiving threat who can stretch the field, has tons of speed, something that Corlin Sun doesn't bring to the table. And, you know, for the scheme fit, that's kind of what we need, you know, in a sense right now in Sean Payne's offense, I feel like. Um, and, so, and Sun just feels like the odd guy out at this point. What do you think about that? And also my reasoning, by, you know, by throwing in that six is more of like a, a contract thing because he's scheduled to make like uh, an average $13.5 million for the you know remaining three years of his career. So that's to be taken into consideration. It will take more than just simply dealing Corlin Sutton. Yeah, I mean, you you can't you can't say the word trade on the internet without a bunch of people freaking out. So, you know, <laughs> really can't. But um, I I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all, especially because Downs the role he would be playing almost would be replacing KJ Hamler in a sense, right? Yeah. You move on from a Cortland Sutton, and you're getting a guy in there, a more reliable version of a KJ Hamler, probably a better route running version of a KJ Hamler, right? Uh, when KJ was coming out of Penn State, I liked him a ton. Straight line speed, extremely fast. No one could guard. He's so quick in and out of his cuts. And Downs would come in and uh, more productive college career than KJ Hamler, less injury concerns than KJ Hamler because KJ Hamler has had injury concerns stretching back a while. So I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't hate it if I don't hate it because with Sudden, as much as I love Sudden, I no longer think that he's going to be that number one wide receiver like I did a couple of years ago, the one that would change coverage on the field or something. Yeah. He's, a, he's a good complimentary wide receiver, but is he that guy that's changing the game? No, that's kind of what I'm holding out for Jerry Judy. Um, so if he, if he yeah. had to be held, it's not the end of the world in my opinion, truthfully. Yeah. Hey, Amir, so in that um, – the mock you did, what pick did you have a second Josh Downs? I forgot. Uh, it was 54th, 54th, yeah. Oh, so great. what happened was that was the Saints pick, and then the Lions traded down with the Saints so the Saints can move up, and then uh, the Lions eventually dealt that pick to us for Cortland Sun in the sixth. Okay. Yeah, I had, I had 
I had Downs going in the first. I was like, dang, he may got to take him. Yeah, video. yeah, exactly. Because the yeah, the, these mock draft simulators, obviously, they're kind of unrealistic. And I have a round one grade on it. We hold, we did a whole episode over the wide receivers, and I think he'll go late round one. I think that's where he deserves to go. But yeah. he was falling, he was falling out of the first. So I immediately had to go up and get him. Josh Downs is, by the way, my five, my favorite wide receiver in this class. Like he's right there, like one A, one B with uh, JSN. So so good. I love that. That's cool. good take, man. The wide receiver. Um, conversations interesting this year there's not a ton of separation like I'm not mad at people having like anybody in my top 10 wide receivers in their top three it's so close it's <laughs> not it's not like you have your top three it's not Jerry Judy CD Lamb year it's not that year it's um you you have a couple at the top and then everybody else and you can kind of slide people in where you want so it's interesting hearing that because yeah. I think you get an idea of what type of wide receiver people like this year. It's like, a, yeah. you know what I mean? What people value in a wide receiver. Yeah. No, I was going to ask him um, real quick. Um, you know, while we're on the topic of wide receivers, what, are, what is your like, I'm going to get you a list. I'm going to say, what's your top three favorite wide receivers in this draft? Okay, I'm, I'm throwing Cedric Tillman in there. I don't care. It is what it is. <laughs> he deserves so to go fifth overall. In there. He's in my top three. Okay. Um, KSN for sure. Yeah. And, ooh, who do I, I – I haven't ranked my wide receivers really. I'm going to go Cedric Tillman, JSN. Do you have downs in yours? Just, just a little question. Uh, so no. rankings, I don't, do, I don't do the rankings if I'm being honest. I literally just grade them all based on the projections and that's it. Yeah. Like everybody's saying, everybody's overhyping Jordan Addison and Quint, uh, Quentin Johnson, in my opinion. I'm not too high on them personally. I think Quentin Johnson will be really good in the NFL, though. But just based on rankings, I don't really do rankings. Uh huh. And yeah, I mean, that, that, those two are the two that I'm kind of debating for for my third slot. And I think it just kind of depends on what you're looking for there because they're so polar opposites, right? They're completely yeah. different type of wide receivers there. Quinn Johnson scares the hell out of me, if I'm being honest, just a little nah, bit. No, he does. That, that TCU film, man, like, yeah, ooh, so much potential. So, yeah. like, a ridiculous potential. I expect him to win at the catch point a lot more than he does. Quite frankly, I expect him to catch the football a lot more than he does, right? Yeah. Um, and then Jordan Addison, I, his frame freaks me out, and he's not – like, if you're going to be that frame, I need you to be freaky athletic guy. And he's kind of neither. So it, it's, it freaks me out. Um, I think I would just – it would depend on what I needed on my team there, truthfully. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. I would have say for, for Jordan Addison, I think um, if the Chargers end up do keeping Eckler, I think I think he's a Charger in the first round. Hmm. That would be yeah, a good one. I mean, they don't really have a receiver like him. Yeah, and think about it. I mean, Keenan Allen kind of fills that role, that over the middle route runner dude, but uh, he he could work down there for sure. Yeah. Um, so, all right, I just wanted to wrap up the wide receiver discussion real fast. Um, obviously, we've heard a lot of times from George Payton, Sean Payton, mo most likely smoke screens. They keep on saying that this class isn't a deep wide receiver class when I feel like there's some pretty good depth there in the mid rounds. Um, do you think that any, any type of possibility and, you know, I was referring to Josh Downs early on. I mean, he did have a few knee injuries in college and he's a bit undersized. There's potential that he could fall out of the first and go into, you know, within range of the Broncos trading up for him. Um, do you think there's a possibility that the Broncos end up just straight up trading up for a wide receiver, even taking one with one of their first picks? Cause it's super obvious. Like you mentioned that they've been pursuing constant free agents and even looking into trading uh, Cortland Sutton. 
Yeah, I mean, it. I could see them trade up. Would I be the biggest fan of the Broncos trading up is another question. I go yeah. back and forth on it. I, I it like the idea of, hey, I'm identifying a guy I really believe in and I like in this draft class, so I'm going to go out there and get him. I, I, I'm on board with that. I am a fan of that. It's just as an analyst, I'm sitting there looking back at the numbers. I'm like, dude, so few of these guys work out. Give me more bullets. If anything, I might yeah. take my first third-round pick and trade down from my fourth. So I guess it's just two different ways to look at it. Um, there, I I personally – just I'll be honest. I don't have enough faith in people to be like, yeah, go trade up for your guy. That's, <laughs> that's kind of my take. I just don't have enough faith in these other guys to do it. I don't. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Yeah. um, It's kind of – okay, so now I kind of want to go into cornerbacks. Um, So I mocked the Broncos taking at pick 68. I had us taking DJ Turner. I think that he's going to be there, and I think the Broncos desperately need a corner. And I feel like if they don't trade, you know, and they stay at pick 67 and pick 68, I think DJ Turner is the guy to take. You know, what's an – what's what are some underrated corners in your opinion that you think are kind of flying under the radar? I don't know about flying under the radar because this I, I think this is a pretty good corner class. And I think some of these guys are getting the um, the love they deserve. But I really like Tyreek Stevenson from Miami, man. I'm a big fan. If you're looking for a bump and run man corner, um, that's one that could also be there when the Broncos are picking. Right. And when, mm-hmm. while the Broncos are moving to this new kind of scheme, Vance Joseph is running. I expect more bump and run man coverage from the Broncos. Um, load up at that type of thing. Get another tall corner. He's like six foot. He's lengthy arms. He's gonna. He's not afraid to uh, to be physical in press. He's someone yeah. I really like for the Broncos there in that third round. I wouldn't be mad at it at all. Julius okay. Brents too, man. If he somehow yeah. were to fall, ooh, I I would go crazy. That's one of my guys too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My my guys there absolutely have to be Darius Phillips or Darius Rush and I almost combined two guys. Darius Rush and Clark Phillips at third. Those those Clark guys Phillips. are just so, so, so good. Yeah. Yeah. I love Clark Phillips. He's a fun player to watch. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I, th- I think I took him in uh, one, of, one of my mock drafts uh, on my Instagram. But um, yeah. next, I'm going to go ahead and go a little bit away from the draft. Um, but Going uh, kind of, you know, he, he was drafted two years ago. Uh, I know you voice. I saw one of your tweets on uh, on Twitter. Um, quarterback Trey Lance uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. Um, you said uh, that the Broncos should uh, to make this trade. And you said that you've been on this for a while. Obviously, for the, for those of you guys that don't know, Ian Rapport came out and said that the uh, San Francisco 49ers uh, GM John Lynch have been listening to offers for Trey Lance and are kind of shopping him at this point, uh, you know, assuming that, uh, you know, Brock Purdy will be ready for a week one to be the starter. Um, he is going through a bit of a severe injury right now. So I think this is a little bit interesting and I don't know if it's super realistic, but can you kind of give your reasoning there? Cause everybody, I, I even wrote an article about this. Everybody, you know, just kind of just threw torches or just threw rocks at me for even making that yeah. article. Uh, yeah. not, nobody, nobody likes the idea of trading for another quarterback. What's your kind of reason here? To me, it's pretty simple. Like, guys, quarterback's the most important position on the football field. It just is what it is, and there's no way getting around it. I don't. Yeah. I, I'm not even going to break down the reason why. Like, it just it, it is, and it's a lot. Um, and Russell Wilson didn't play that great last year. We got to be honest with ourselves. I'm not hating. I'm saying we should have a backup option to the quarterback that we currently have in place. If Russell Wilson figures it out, great. If he doesn't, cool. We have Trey Lance paired with Sean Payton. Does that not sound exciting to people? I think, like, what has Trey Lance shown us to say he's not good? 
he really hasn't. He's coming off an injury. He was out there for what was it? It was like five games. It was like nothing. Um, and sure, he looked young and inexperienced, but still, I still remember what I thought of Trey Lance when he was coming out of the draft, and he hasn't shown me enough to say he's a complete bust at this point. So I make that move um, only because of how Russell Wilson played last year. That's fair. Yeah, no, I would have to say for me, I was one of the biggest like Trey Lance fans like coming. I was yeah. like praying and hoping that he would fall to us at nine. And, you know, it just kept going. I'm like, he's not going to fall to us at nine. But I love Trey Lance. And I would have to agree with you there. I, I think um, we need a better – I'm don't. i not saying Stidham is bad or anything like that, but if we can get a Trey Lance, not only would it push Russell Wilson to work even harder, but we would have a safe fallback option if Russell Wilson, say, retires or whenever he retires or doesn't work out. I feel like it wouldn't be that bad. I feel like – Unless a team is offering up like a day two pick or early day three pick, I think the Broncos definitely make this trade, especially with all the picks we have in 2024. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. it's interesting. To me, I, I'm not too on board with it. It just comes down to what the capital w- would be like in the trade details. Because if we are if we have to give up a second for this, then I, I'm, that's kind of where it would be not enough for me, yeah, in nah. my opinion. Uh, you know, me personally, I just feel like we've invested too much at that position. And while it would be a great backup, you know, option and you would have that, you know, in place. And you did, you know, bring up a really good point, Joey, that, you know, quarterback is your most important position um, on your on your team in the sport. So, I mean, I, I definitely can see the reasoning there. I just don't see a team actually like being able to just deal like a third and get Trey Lance, like unless it's all the way in 2024. So I feel like it's still going to take quite a bit. And I think teams are agreeing with you in the sense that Trey Lance is still the guy that was coming out of the 2021 draft. I don't think he took much of a step off at all after that injury. Yeah, I, I, I and I could see that point for sure. I definitely see that. I think even broader than that, the Broncos have to believe in Trey Lance to pull that trigger. It's not yeah. like for yeah. me in my head, like it sounds great, all of that. I have no idea how Sean Payton feels about Trey Lance or even if he liked him coming out of the draft. Um, I know George Payton, I know yeah. that he liked Trey Lance, and that's something to also keep in your mind while doing this is I think that was the Bron- quarterback the Broncos were going to take if he were available there. Obviously passed on Justin Fields that year. Um, we got Patrick Sertan. That was pretty good, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. All right, uh, Jordan, any uh, last questions from Joey? I'm going to go ahead and ask him one last question, but it completely yeah. does not pertain to football. Um. <laughs> I have two, but I'm 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 gonna go and then you can go. Um, so the wide receiver I mocked to Denver. I just kind of want your thoughts on him. I don't know if you done your tape on him or anything like that. Tyler Scott out of Cincinnati. What's your what's your thoughts on him? Okay, I gotta be honest with you on this one. I haven't I have not watched Tyler Scott. I watched 15 wide receivers that I figured were going to be in that little area. Mm-hmm. Um, and like yeah. I said, he was one of the guys that <laughs> I was gonna throw on there. But the wide receivers this year. I have no idea where these guys are going. I really don't. Everyone's opinion, like I said earlier, is so different one way or another, especially in that third round. I want to mm-hmm. kind of add on to that, though, and say for that same reason, there's going to be guys that follow the Broncos in the third round that we're going to be sitting there like, I can't believe this he guy is right yeah. It happens every single year. There's going to be four or five of them, matter of fact. And there's going to be another four or five guys that we had going in like the third round that might not even get drafted. It happens mm-hmm. every single year. I remember yep. that I was a big fan of Elijah Molden, the cornerback. He ended up going to Tennessee coming out a couple years ago. And um, I think he ended up going in the seventh round. 
I'm like, what happened? <laughs> that's the thing that happens every single year. Yeah, no, it does. It happens every single year. I'm trying to – I remember DK. DK was one of the guys, too. Terry McLaurin was one of the guys that fell. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying. I can't remember who it was last uh, draft that fell, and everybody was like, "How did he fall?" I can't remember. But yeah, it's 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 always guys who just somehow fall all the way. But you know, you think they're going first round pick, and you look in the third round, you see best player available, and it's like, like I remember Christian Fulton was a guy too. He was one of those guys. Oh, and yeah, I was, he I fell think, a I'm, lot. I'm, I'm thinking he's going first round. I'm like, he's arguably one of the best corners in the draft, and you just see him like, it's the second, middle, second round. He's still available. <laughs> Like what? what even happened? What even happened to Fulton? Like besides injuries, like I don't hear. Is it just injuries? Because I don't hear anything about this man anymore. No, it's a fact. No, no. <laughs> as far as I know, he had a really good season in Tennessee this past season. Like really good. He, he's the cornerback one in Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah. It's it. Yeah. yeah he's no, it, I mean, the cap of that draft draft situation. It only takes like one gas mask situation. Now, now it's crazy. <laughs> no one knows what's going on anymore. It, 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 it happens though. It happens. Bro, it crazy stuff happens every single year. It's, it's happening to Quinn Johnson too. I don't mean to cut you off a minute, yep. but it happened to Quinn Johnson too. He's like projected to be top ten. Not saying he's gonna fall out the top ten because of some off the field issues. And I'm like, come on, man. Just just say he was gonna fall out of the top ten. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping uh, Josh Downs, Darnell Washington, or Joe Timmon all decide to throw a gas mask on, so all of them probably be available there <laughs> right. at 67. <laughs> at 67, those are some uh, great options there. But uh, Joey, my last question for you today, um, it's about boxing. Do you do you watch boxing at all? Obviously, the big big fight tonight. I'm so so excited. Uh, who who do you guys got tonight? Who you guys are rooting for? I got I got Tank Trevante all day. That's who I'm going with. I'll be honest. I don't think. Uh, Ryan Garcia's fought enough quality opponents for me oh, to believe man. in him. I just – I haven't seen it. Now he's about to go um, step in there with Javante. I got Javante. I'm going to put my money on it because last time I checked, Ooh. that was pretty even right there. So it was I, – I feel confident. I feel confident. What, what round do you think he knocks him out? Or do you think it's going to be a knockout? Hmm. I don't know. This is a great question. Maybe I have to – Maybe I have to put some money on this one too. We're gonna we're gonna go second. I'm going second. We're going Ooh, big. Oh we're going big. It's, not, it's not even gonna be Damn. a man. Yeah, I mean, for me, it, it's it's tank, man. Like, and I agree with everything Joey said. I, I don't think he hasn't fought anybody to the level of tank. And I've been on people saying, well, if there's one guy that could beat him, it's gonna be uh, Ryan. I'm like, I don't know, man. I think yeah. Tank beats him. I don't know if it'll be a knockout. I think if it's a knockout, it'll be like in the later rounds, like five or something like that, or four or five. You think you could go the? You think you could go the distance? I think. I think. I mean, he's gonna hang in there. I mean, all the all, all the talk he's been talking, like unless tank, like knock him out. I mean, all the stuff Ryan Garcia been saying over these last few months, last few weeks. I think he's gonna try to hang in as much as he can. Yeah. Yeah, I think that. But um, no, the last question I have for you, Joey, is <laughs> we all saw the disaster the Cardinals released with these jerseys. Uh, oh, that's terrible. Was it yesterday or the day before yesterday? I can't remember, but I remember when it came out, I was day like, come yesterday. on. Like, it's no way y'all just dropped these jerseys and thought it was tough. And I saw your tweet. You said that uh, <laughs> you said that I'm absolutely scared for what the Broncos are going to do. So my question is to you, do you think the Broncos are going to fold with the new jerseys? I think they are going to come with the new jerseys, and it scares me. No one's talking about it. Everyone's seen that one little – that that Photoshop of the you know which every every person that listens know what Photoshop I'm talking about the concept Broncos uniform. Mm -hmm. The yeah. issue is that's the only one we've liked. Who who's seen anything else that we sat there and liked? Because this is this is great, right? Like all oh, this sounds great. New uniforms is fantastic until 
the Broncos pop out with the two-tone orange and blue Jags uniforms. And then, Oh my God. And then, and then it's scary. So I don't know. I, uh, it, it's definitely spooky. It's something I don't want to really even think about those, those coming out. It's going to be a disaster. <laughs> I mean, Jordan, what, what did I tell you, bro? We don't, we don't need new jerseys, bro. These, bro, all, these like, all these designs are just trash. I think that, I don't think we necessarily need them, but I would just want I just want some type of New Jersey, whether it be an alternate or something. I mean, the Cardinals just literally said, F it. We just going red, black, and white. Red on red on red on red. White the Cardinals on white are on Black on black. I'm like, bro, there's no way they – it was no, like, n- no creativity. They were just like, yeah, we just going to do one color. Home away. They really just caught – they really just copied and pasted the Ohio State and Oklahoma jerseys and the yeah. San Francisco 49ers jerseys. Yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah, I mean. Uh, terrible. I, I mean, I'm fine with the jerseys we got now, but I feel like if we do change them, it's got to be you, – you can't come out and be trash. But we got Walmart money, so you never know. They know – hopefully they know creativity. That's all I'm going to say. We have Walmart money. Hopefully not Walmart jerseys. <laughs> I imagine we get the great, the great value sponsor. And, and yeah, replacing the mattress. Oh and man, doesn't have the NFL patch on it. It's <laughs> just great value. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that we start going on cereal boxes and stuff at Walmart. Oh, that would be God. amazing. You got right. Russell Wilson. You got right. Russell Wilson holding the Cheerios. Speaking oh uh, no, about that, like I will think eventually they'll do like the NBA and start putting the the um like you know whatever the ownership is endorsed yeah. by on the jerseys. I'm just hoping they put the Walmart logo. They better not put great value on the Broncos jersey. We're gonna get clown. <laughs> We're gonna get clown, and, man. It's- and they're uh, they're renaming the uh, the training facility. To what? Are they? Yeah, they took off their they don't have they discontinued like the UC Health uh you know the this whatever oh, it's yeah, called yeah. the sponsorship. Yeah, so uh I don't know, probably the great the great value training center. I don't know. Oh man, <laughs> now we got the, the man injuries like we can't have great value great value training facility. We can't do that. I want to spend all the money. I'm not even looking for great value. <laughs> oh the, the irony oh man. great value hilarious. Oh man. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So my final uh, guess for the Ryan tank thing. So my final stance on it, Ryan Garcia, love him so much. I hope he wins this that I, you always love a, a great underdog story. I've always been a Ryan Garcia fan. I've been anticipating this fight for like two years now, but tank tanks knocking him out. I, I hate to say it. Um, I don't know if you guys have kept up. I've kept up really, really closely with it just because I've been waiting so long. And yesterday he pushed uh tank, pushed him at the, uh, at the weigh in. Um, and then they uh, they did like a Zoom call uh, for Showtime Sports, and Tank is he's kind of, Ryan's kind of getting in his head a little bit. He's been like chirping a lot more recently, as opposed to before. Tank was just like, "Yep, yep," he's like super locked in. But recently, le- the days leading up to the fight, he's getting aggressive. So I think it's, it's su- super interesting. But yeah, I'd, I'd probably say Tank knocks him out like round seven. Yeah, I like I like Ryan Garcia. I don't want to like put it out there that I like hate him or anything like that. Like I, I really do like him, but he's a social to me, he's just a social media like boxer. Like, I mean, everything he bro, does. How? Bro, I, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry, man. But <laughs> Not like he fought serious, 200 amateur fights before he finally got into yeah, the pros. Yeah, but it's just like, come on, man. Like, I'll be I'm telling right now, if if tonight, if he beats Tank or he knocks out Tank. Dude, that's gonna oh be one of the biggest the world I, will, be, t- will lose this shit. That's yeah. gonna be one of the biggest like boxing upsets in history. Yeah, I'm gonna just put that out there right there. If he does, I'll be completely utterly shocked. Not I I'll what? Let me see Tank <laughs> fall. Like he, I, he, I was like, what? 
yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. like, when I think of Ryan Garcia, he just reminds me of like a. I don't want to put Jake Paul out there. I'm not gonna do him like that kind of. But like, bro, why are I mean, you comparing him to Jake Paul? No, like, that no, hurts no, me so no, much. No, no, no. Like, he obviously takes boxing more serious, but I'm saying like. They're both doing it for like social media and money. Like I don't think no, you know what I'm saying. Like, she is, man, bro. Ryan Garcia, media, that's crazy. Bro, when when Ryan Garcia signed this fight, did it for two. I think I know you did it for two reasons: the money and the publicity. He, bro, I'm in the back of Ryan's head. Okay. He knows. I can, I can he knows. He, he knows he's not better. He knows he's not gonna beat Tank. Like when he first signed that, he probably didn't convince himself now because you kind of have to. But I think when he signed, he's like, oh, it's no, way I'm gonna win this, but I'm, I'm gonna take the money and the publicity. I'm definitely gonna do that. But yeah, I don't think he's gonna be tank. There was someone in an interview that asked him, like, "What do you have to say to all the people that call you just like a social media boxer?" And he was like, "The way I look at it is, everybody's on social media first, which is just absolute facts. Like, literally, everybody's on social media. Then for the people that aren't as big as him, then obviously they're not going to be called social media boxers because." And he, one thing he said that I loved, he's like, "Everything that I do, I, I want to be great at." And one one of those things just happens to be, you know, and the one thing you can give him, you know, props for is his promoting is way better than any boxer that we see. I mean, his promoting's off the charts. That's how he's gonna make his pay per view, uh, you know, sales and whatnot. And man, I can't, I can't believe you just call him a social media boxer compared him to Jake Paul, bro. That's insane. He has I'm, like over no, two hundred fifty fights under his belt. No, I know. Like, I'm, I'm not saying he's like Jake Paul. I'm just saying like he's in the same like. How can I word this right? He's in the same like criteria in yeah. terms of like outside, like I want to say outside of boxing. Like people, people look at him as like Jake Paul. Like the, people, yeah, they're perception. Yeah, like yeah, like people don't really take him seriously. I'm not, not saying he's a bad fighter because Ryan Garcia is tough. But when it comes down to like Tank, and Floyd, and all these other guys, Ryan Garcia is he not there? I'm sorry, he's just not there. To me, he's not there. No, oh, yeah, I have to agree. Tank's built different. But, mm -hmm. yeah, we're going to go ahead and end this before we annoy the shit out of uh, Joey. I know he's probably fed up with this. <laughs> no, 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 no. Good, good talk. I actually have one more Ryan Garcia-Gervante question, if you guys don't mind. Okay. Yeah. You guys have been following it closer than me. Is it true that um, the winner is taking all the money? Is that, like, a fact? Nah. I've heard that. Nah. Okay, well, I got to stop believing stuff. Nah, because <laughs> nah, I'll put it like this, because there's no way either one of them is signing that contract if that's the case. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, tank, 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 tank probably will get you like, well, I'm a win, so it's whatever. But there's no <laughs> way, it, it's no way Ryan Garcia took that deal and it's like, oh, if I lose, I don't get nothing. I nah. know that's. I, I saw someone tweet that, and I, I just believe yeah. stuff about that. So, so what happened was. <laughs> Tank, tank got on uh um so what happened was Kaisenat got banned from Twitch and then he goes on Instagram and has Tank on there with him and then Ryan pops in because everybody was spamming his uh his mentions on Instagram so he hops in there and um basically he just throws out the proposal Tank throws the proposal like hey winner uh, you know winner takes all winner takes the purse and um he's like all right I'll take that uh, little you know little purse you bring with the, you to the, the the press conferences whatever he's just playing around with him um cuz he literally had a little man purse at the press conference but um <laughs> yeah so apparently he said it like the it wasn't the way and it was like the press conference before yesterday and he said that one of ryan's managers called his team and said like please stop throwing out this that you're gonna you know do a winner take take all we're not doing this so apparently someone on his team like pussied out so that's that's how that oh, went. got it all right all yeah right. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, Joey, thank you so much for uh, hopping on today's show. I really appreciate it. This is one of my favorite episodes. Honestly, we had a really, really good conversation. Um, you're, you're a cool dude. Um, I really appreciate you, you know, all the draft insight and everything. I appreciate you uh, coming on today's show, man. You keep killing it out there. Hey, I appreciate yeah. you guys. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, man, for sure. Not for sure. Yeah. Hey, wait, I, I know I say last question, but I got to ask you, um, <laughs> Yeah, you can ask me, ask me, ask me. No, no, I got to ask you, man. So I kind of – I, I want to go to the NBA right now. So before okay. the season, I made the bold prediction. I picked Clippers and Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. I don't think that's going to happen. But in your prediction, who do you think is going to go to the finals based on, like, everything you've seen? I got Nuggets Bucks. And also, I'm okay. going to start both on me. Nugget, nuggets I, – I, I've gotten both playoff games. I saw that. 2-0 when I'm in the building. Get me there. We're winning. It is what it is. I mean, I, I got the big screen yesterday, and so we won again. As long as I'm watching Nuggets Championship, it might just be a sweep every single time. And then, <laughs> no, no. Um, I think the Nuggets, this is their year, though. I do. I okay. do think this is their year. They nice. get to the championship. I think it is, too. No, I think it is. It's crazy because, like, I picked the Clippers, like, to start the playoffs. I'm like, if Kawhi, like if Kawhi can stay healthy and PG can can stay healthy, I'm like I, I'm I think they're deep enough to beat any team in the league. Like, and I mean you see it. I mean you got Russ and Norman Powell combining for 72 and almost beating a fully healthy Suns team. It's like, bro, like I'll be pissed if I'm going back to that locker room and I'm looking at Kawhi and PG. Like y'all got one job, bro. Just stay healthy. Like we can get there. But yeah, if I had to change it up right now, I think it's gonna be Nuggets. I'm gonna say Nuggets and Bucks. I, I I'm just a believer that if the Bucks are healthy, they can beat the Celtics. So. I agree 100%. Took the words in my mouth. Nuggets and Bucks. And if I had to pick, I ain't gonna lie, I can't really pick that one. I think that's gonna be tough. You're gonna have Jokic versus Giannis. It's insane. But if I had. Y'all are getting me hyped as a Nuggets fan. Yeah, I mean, okay, I'll say this. If it's Nuggets and Bucks, I'm gonna go Bucks and. Because wait, oh yeah, we're ending the show. (laughs) Who's gonna have home court? The Bucks will have home court, right? Yeah. The Bucks have home court. I'm gonna go Bucks and seven. Bucks and I got seven. Bucks and seven. Yeah, I mean, look, it's just at the end of the day, you gotta stop Giannis. Jokic is not stopping Giannis. Aaron Gordon is not stopping Giannis. But I think the Nuggets' jump shooting ability and their offense is gonna keep them in the series. But I yeah. think defensively wise, there's no one that can stop Giannis. It's just yeah. that simple. But yeah, I had to ask you. <laughs> no, I appreciate that one. I'm big NBA Nuggets guy, so I love it. Awesome! Awesome! Yeah, thank you so much for uh, coming out today's episode, Joey. Seriously, appreciate you, man. Uh, keeping keep killing it uh, with the uh, you know on Let's Talk Broncos. Uh, make sure you guys uh, check out Let's Talk Broncos on YouTube and all your uh, Spotify yeah. uh, or you know podcast platforms. Uh, they you know do really good, great uh, content over there, especially with the draft co- uh, coming up. You know, you know Joey and Frankie are killing it, man. Seriously. Um, but yeah, if you guys enjoyed today's episode uh, with Joey Richards, uh, make sure you guys uh, hit the like button if you guys are listening on YouTube and subscribe as well if you guys are listening at Spotify podcast make sure you guys follow and have uh you know notifications turned on so you guys don't miss any of these uh draft episodes as well as leaving a five-star rating that helps us out greatly and much uh you know appreciated all the support is greatly appreciated as well um i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode i'm your host Samir with my guest joey richards and today's coast jordan until the next one peace